Welcome back to episode 20 of the FPL Draft Hub podcast. Today, five keys to draft day success. Welcome back, Draft Fantasy Managers to the FPL Draft Hub podcast. This is the final episode in our epic newbie trilogy going through the basics of the draft game. And we will be concluding by going through some of the finer details to consider ahead of draft day. While this is aimed mainly at new players, there may still be some value here for players that have been around the block a couple of times and maybe haven't enjoyed the success they feel they deserve. Let's get straight into it. So, as I said at the beginning, I'm going to be giving my five keys to draft day success. And the first one is probably an obvious one if you're listening to the podcast, and that is to prepare. Some people will rock up to draft day with nothing but three cans of carling and a head full of dreams. They'll go with their gut and just pick players off the cuff. Each time their turn comes around, they'll try and have a quick skim of the remaining players and just pull one off the top, probably of the game's predetermined draft ranks. Now, this method could easily see the manager do very well and with the right in-season management, probably even win their mini-league. On the whole, though, your best odds of success will come from putting some work in ahead of the day and the core to preparing for a draft are your player rankings. So break it down into the four positions and make four lists. Let's take the goalkeepers, for example. You'll need to draft two into your squad. So if there are eight managers in your league, 16 goalkeepers will be drafted in total. So simply rank your 16 best goalkeepers and do the same maths for the other positions rather than ranking the entire 300 plus players in the game. So for an eight-man league, you should only have to rank around 120 players. Once you've got an idea of how your lists are looking, you now have to try and amalgamate them so that you have a realistic list of who you'll be picking for the first few rounds. Now, it's okay to be slightly looser with your plan beyond rounds four or five so that you can play the draft as it comes. If all this seems like too much work, at least plot the first couple of draft rounds so you know who your stars will be to see through the season. Knowing exactly who you're going to pick will save you a lot of stress and heat that stress onto the other people drafting because each pick is on the clock for somewhere between 30 and 90 seconds. So if you can instantly make your selection, the player drafting after you will suddenly find they're on the clock and the pressure's on. Tip number two is to consider the relative positional value of players. While this may seem obvious to some, most of the mistakes made during fantasy drafts revolve around this issue. Most will naturally end up drafting a couple of all-star forwards or midfielders in the first few rounds, but some will see the next round, say rounds three to six, as opportunities to start filling in the blanks at the back. They'll think, I've got a couple of midfielders and a striker, so now I should get some defenders in. Of course, this advice isn't entirely prescriptive and the issue can be clouded by a handful of elite defender options that you would want to look at in the opening rounds, especially the likes of Uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Robertson, who can stake claim to a very high draft spot. For those that do want more specific advice, I'd say if you're in a league with eight or more teams and you do miss out on the likes of uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold or Robertson, you probably want to get six mids and forwards in your squad before you've picked up any defenders or goalkeepers. So this means you won't pick up a defender or goalkeeper until around round seven. Now, if this advice doesn't sit right with you, do a couple of mock drafts and task yourself with completing that exercise. Even take it to the extreme and fill up all of your forward and midfield spots first and you'll find plenty of very serviceable defenders waiting for you on the list. 
My third point is to not overlook injuries and players with poor opening fixtures. Uh, and what I really mean by this is to think long term. There are no wild cards in draft mode to overhaul your squad whenever you want. And you can't redraft mid-season. So aside from trades, which can be hard to negotiate, the players you pick up in rounds 1-5 to five are probably going to be with you for the long haul. So for example, if you knew Hung Min Sun would not return from injury until game week 4 or 5, this shouldn't affect your valuation of him in your rankings too much. Likewise, if Man City have a slightly tough opening run, it's not going to stop you picking up Kevin De Bruyne. Projecting how many points players will get over the season can be a simple way to create your draft rankings and clear these issues up. My fourth point is logistics. If you're drafting all together at someone's house, how are you getting there? What will you be drafting on? Your laptop, phone, tablet? What will you do if the Wi-Fi goes down right before your pick? Once the draft has started, it waits for no man. Make sure you're drafting on something other than your phone and keep your phone to hand as a plan B. Have your draft prep on both devices so that it's easily accessible and to be extra safe, set up your draft watch list to reflect your own draft rankings. What this means is if for some reason you're not able to make your selection, say the Wi-Fi drops, Domino's driver knocks on the door, the system will default to the player at the top of your watch list, saving you from ending up with Mesut Ozil in your side. My fifth and final point really links back to my first point and that is to have an overall game plan for the draft. Now there are several ways you can go about plotting your draft domination and as stated in that first point my advice would be to think about this and plan a strategy that fits with your values. If you're unsure what I mean by this consider how you'd answer some of the following questions. Do you know who your first pick will be? Bearing in mind you may have to draft from any position the system throws at you. Do you value players who can deliver safe returns or are you looking to gamble on players with a potentially higher upside? How do you feel about having players who are new to the Premier League? Could you trust some newly promoted players or are you happy to steer clear of them? Do you like small fish in big ponds like a Bernardo Silva or big fish in small ponds like a Zaha or a Jack Grealish? Do you want to load up on particular teams? Bearing in mind there is no three player limit in draft mode. So you're within your rights to pick six Liverpool players, for example, or would you prefer a more balanced and even squad? Your answers to those questions may just help you with some of those fine adjustments to your draft rankings. So that's it for the draft day basics and should hopefully steer some people in the right direction. There are a lot more things we could discuss when it comes to draft day, like handcuffing player positions, discussing when the right time is to draft a goalkeeper, goalkeeper pairings, uh, responding to runs in the draft, and how much value you should place on early fixtures. A lot of this will be familiar anyway from standard FPL, so you can look some of those things up yourself. Something that a lot of managers find helpful at this time of year is to look at other people's draft rankings. And if you search on social media or on Reddit forums, you can often find uh, some people's rankings and even some examples of drafts that have already taken place just to steer you. My advice would be to try and do your own rankings first without having looked at anyone else's so that you can just use those as a way to critique your own work. In the next episode I'll be joined again by one of my fellow league managers Kieran who's been on the podcast before 
and we'll be chatting through uh, Project Restart and our thoughts on things we're pleased to see in FPL this year and some things that we're disappointed by and general changes to the game. As I've said before, uh, FPLDraftHub.com is currently undergoing some pre-season maintenance at the moment, but I'll be sure to let you guys know once that's up and running. If you enjoyed this podcast or any of the podcasts recently, please hit subscribe so that you can stay up to date with all future releases. Uh, We're available to listen to wherever you usually listen to podcasts. And if you're feeling really generous with your time, it would really help us out if you left us a review. Any questions, uh, send them through to us on Twitter at FPL Draft Hub Pod or at FPL Draft Hub, or you can email us at FPL Draft Hub Pod at gmail.com. As always, thanks for listening and stay shook.